the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Day mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is indignant over a federal raid on the home and the office of his personal attorney. Two short tweets summed up the president's feelings. Attorney-client privilege is dead and, in all caps, a total witch hunt. Last night, he called it disgraceful. The agent seized records from Michael Cohen. This new development has prompted speculation that the president might try to remove special counsel Robert Mueller. That's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. As fears of a trade war with China subside, Wall Street stocks are soaring. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up more than 1%. It's up by 343 points, trading at 24,322. The Nasdaq, 74 points higher. The S&P 500 index currently up 29 points. This is SRN News. Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is up next, and he is live here on Wellness 1570. Of course, you can contact Scott, learn more about the program, learn more about uh, Wellness 1570 at our website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios for today. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies, 43, 29 tonight. You see low 50s by tomorrow. Are you an HR professional who wants to make employee wellness a priority or an employee who simply wants to make your workplace a little healthier? Attend the American Heart Association's annual Twin Cities Workplace Wellness Symposium on Thursday, April 19th at the Egan Community Center. This half-day conference includes breakout sessions, tips for a healthier workplace, and networking with top leaders in health and wellness. Visit heart.org slash tcworkplacewellness to register today. Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools. See frequently asked questions about the program and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If old man winter left you with a cracked or chipped windshield, call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, and I'll replace your windshield with the highest quality parts and adhesives. With free mobile service, we'll come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. And I back it with a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first, and we'll take care of everything. And if you call your agent or your claims line, make sure to ask for Advantage Auto Glass, because not all glass companies are created equally. At Advantage, we make quality easy. So call us today at 952-423-6396. That's 952-423-6396. Or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For chips, mixed for cracks, call. 
gratification with a Patriot. Hi, I'm Bill Budd with AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee. My goal is to provide you with options to create lifetime memories with your family. We are proud to sell the Patriot line of RVs, American-made and customized for your recreational needs. AC Nelson RV World has new and used RVs from Patriot and other top manufacturers, including travel trailers, fifth wheels, fold-down campers, toy haulers, and motorhomes. AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee. Visit us online at acnelsonrv.com. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about success. Yep, success. You know, it's a different word. It's uh, one of those words we call a nominalization. You know, nominalization is a, a word you cannot put in a wheelbarrow. You know, if you get take the word success, uh, you get 10 different people and ask them their definition of success. They will all agree that it's something good. <clears throat> they will all agree it's something that they want. They'll all most likely agree it's something that they're going to attain at some point in their life. But one thing that you will hear is different definitions. It's because that word is a nominalization. Uh, in other words, you cannot put it in a wheelbarrow. Uh, words have multiple meanings. Mo- words can be used in many different ways. As a matter of fact, the most defined word in the English dictionary, I'm not sure if it's technically still that today, but it has been for a long time, is the word set, S-E-T. Uh, check it out, Google it, search whatever you do, whatever you, however you check for data, uh, and you will find out there's over 400 uses, 400 implications of that word, uh, 400 variations. I'm not sure what different predicates you can use but over 400 variables in using that one little three-letter word set. And one of my favorite pictures is it shows that it says success. You know, I used to really get into successories, you know, all those positive sayings all over my walls and spend thousands of dollars a year getting pretty cards, getting pretty posters, getting pretty stuff that wound up in a storage unit somewhere that wound up burning up in a fire at my best friend's warehouse. So all those nice sayings that we hang on the wall are really nice, but what really matters is do you live them? But there's this one saying said success, and it shows this sailboat on the stormy water, you know, with the clouds and the, you know, 10-foot waves and this ship being rocked back and forth, and it says success. You can't control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And so today's show, we're going to call You Can't Control the Wind. And you know what tomorrow's show is going to be called? You Can Adjust Your Sales. That's what tomorrow's show is going to be. You have to tune in tomorrow. We're going to have a live guest with me, uh, Mr. Underwood from Chicago, who I think you will uh, thoroughly enjoy because it's going to play right into this topic, if you will, topic du jour, topic du, uh, du duo du jour, the next two days. And that is this, you know, there are two circles out there, Covey used to tell us, and these two circles really are uh, the keys to life. There's one circle called concern uh, and one circle called control. If you think about it, you can take all the items, all the experiences, all the things in the entire world. And you could put them into those two areas. And even those things that you don't get wrapped up in, you'd put them on a, as a far-out concern because you think about them. You think about who the celebrities are sleeping with. You think about who's going through a divorce. Some of us don't think about them that often. But every once in a while, they, they come into our field of vision, if you will. And so there are things that we are concerned about. And there's things that we can control. Some things we're least, you know, if you think about a hierarchy, some things we're little concerned about, some things we're great concerned about. Some things we have little control, and some things we have great control. 
And so those are the two circles. And today I'm going to suggest a limited focus. Today I'm going to suggest that those two things, uh, where they two, those two come together, where those two circles overlap, that should be our focus. Because success, you cannot control the wind, but you can adjust yourselves. Well, it reminds me of a story once heard. It's called the Pineapple Story. The Pineapple Story is about Otto Koning, a missionary in New Guinea. He worked among a native tribe that had been known only uh, their village ways. So these are, these are people who didn't really interact with the rest of the world. All they knew is the way that they did things. And the only fruit Otto could grow on the island was pineapples. So Otto Koning was a missionary in New Guinea. He worked among a native tribe that had, uh, as I said, this, only, only their ways. And one of the village ways was stealing from others. So when Otto and his wife arrived and moved to, into a hut on this island, the natives often came by to visit. The Konings would uh, notice that after the natives left the missionary's home, various household items had disappeared. They saw these items again when they went to preach in the native's village. Now, again, the only fruit that Otto could grow on this island was pineapples. And Otto loved pineapples. And he took pride in the pineapples he was able to grow. However, whenever the pineapples began to ripen, he would never experience the, the, the fruit of his labor because the natives would steal them. Otto could never keep a ripe pineapple even for himself. This was a frustration and became angry with the natives. And he was going to do something about it. So all during the seven-year period in which this took place, where all these natives were stealing his pineapples, Otto preached and preached and preached the gospel of these natives, but never had a single conversion. Not a single person ever said, hey, man, I like what you're saying. I'm buying what you're preaching. Uh, I'd like to sign up for it. Seven years. All that happened was he kept getting everything stolen from us. His pineapples were stolen. His stuff in his house was stolen. He'd preach to the natives. No one was interested in anything that he was selling. Nothing happened. So the more the natives stole, the angrier Otto became. And finally, one day, Otto was going to fix this. He was going to take control of the situation. And what he did is he had a German shepherd, uh, an attack dog, flown in from another missionary that's uh, in another part of the country to protect his pineapple garden uh, after those frustrated efforts failed because he, everything he did fell through. He could not. These were thieves. They would steal stuff, and he wanted to protect what was his. And this only further alienated the natives from him. So Otto took a furlough to the United States and attended a conference on personal rights. And at this conference, he discovered that he was frustrated uh, that he, uh, because he couldn't change anything. He couldn't fix the problem. He had no control over it. Uh, he had taken personal ownership of his pineapple garden, and yet it didn't matter because he couldn't keep a single pineapple. And so after much soul searching, he gave his garden to God. He finally said, you know what? I'm tired of being frustrated with it. I'm just going to give it to God. And soon the natives started having problems among their tribe because they kept stealing the, the pineapples. And yet Otto didn't bother them anymore. He said, listen, I'm giving to God. And they discovered that the reason for their problems was that he gave his garden to God. That's what they believed. And yet he, they kept stealing from him, so now they're having problems. So the, so the natives saw a correlation between what Otto had done and their own lives being affected by calamities in the village. And so when Otto gave his garden to God, he no longer got angry and was free from worry. Because, listen, that's between them and God. He's, they're not stealing from me. They're stealing from God. And so the natives started bringing them fruit from the garden because they didn't want any more calamities to come into their village because they believed they were being punished because they were now stealing from God. And so the light came on one day when a native said to Otto, you must have become a Christian, Otto. You don't get angry anymore when people steal from you. And we always wondered if we would ever meet a real Christian. They had never associated Otto with the kind of person he was preaching about because his message did not live up to what his life was. Otto was broken in spirit when he realized he had been such a failure. He was not given a good picture. Cool story. At the end of seven years, he witnessed his first conversion. And many became, began coming to Christ once he fully gave his garden to God. The fruit grew so abundant that Otto began exporting it and growing other types of fruits, such as bananas. His village became the most evangelized in the whole region. Yet for seven years, he had not one convert. Otto realized something each of us must realize. To gain your life, you must lose it. 
Think about this. And one thing we got to gain control over is our thought process. You know, just like the great metaphor about the, 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 the sailboat on the rough waters and says success, you can't control the wind, but you can adjust yourselves. Well, life is that way as well. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control how we explain it to us. We cannot control the cards that life has dealt to us, but we can control how we play them. And so today we're going to focus on those two circles of life, the circle of concern and the circle of control on Like It Matters Radio. Be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Good day. Welcome to our show. Good day, Hoser. Hey, today's topic, warmer weather. Oh, nothing better than sitting in a hot tub on a starry night. Yeah, Hoser, whatever. Hey, what I see in the backyard is a place where I want to put my brand new hot tub. Yeah, a new hot tub from Arctic Spas, eh? You can see them at Premier Pool and Spas in Janessen. Premier Pool and Spas hassles with, with tons of knowledge. They know what they're talking about there. They even want you to get into the hot tub so you can feel just how comfortable the seats are. Yeah, everyone is different, eh? So how do you know if the seat's going to fit if you don't get in it? That's Hoser. right. You know, some guys don't want you sitting in their tubs without water because they need the water to distribute your weight. Yeah, but not in Arctic. They have hand-rolled fiberglass under acrylic to give it strength that everyone's talking about. Eh? Do yourself a favor. Go see a real cold-weather spa, Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. Or visit them on the web at premierpools.com. Eh? Yeah, Premier Pool and Spa, where they take fun seriously. seriously. Take off. Take off, eh? Hi, this is Mr. Black. In order to grow into mature adults, we need food. If we are to grow in our relationship with God, we need the bread of life, Jesus Christ. Every day on wayofwarrior.blog, I share God's word and unpack its meaning so you can apply it in your daily walk and grow with God. If your desire is to grow into the likeness of Christ and be all he created you to be, go to wayofwarrior.blog and click the follow button to receive this daily sustenance. Wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligent profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of hundreds of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your radio mythoclast. You know, I love words, and I love that word, mythoclast. A destroyer, a destroyer, a debunker of myths. And there are so many myths out there. Whenever I say the word myth, I think of the Muppet movie. The original Muppet movie, you remember that, Trevor, where he's running around and Kermit the Frog's always saying, Miss, Miss, and pop up, Miss, what, what? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I like to take what the world calls true, uh, and if it's not true, debunk it. Tell you, there's a lot of things out there that we're buying as the truth that are bold face lies. And today, I am giving you one of those truths. And the truth is this basically, if you want to keep it simple, soldier, that there are two circles out there. There's a circle of concern, those things that bother us, whether lightly, slightly, on a limited level, or greatly and overwhelmingly. And then those are the, there are those things that we have control over that we can affect. 
And today, we are talking about those two circles. And today, we call the show, You Can't Control the Wind. Because one of my favorite pictures of success is a sailboat on rocky water with the wind blowing, uh, with the waves high. And it says, success, you cannot control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And I want to reference a book that uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Geez, the book's some 30 years old. But I want to actually go right to the beginning of the book. This is off the internet, off of Covey's website, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It says, uh, uh, your life doesn't just happen. Whether you know it or not, it is carefully designed by you. The choices, after all, are yours. You choose happiness. You choose sadness. You choose decisiveness. You choose ambivalence. You choose success. You choose failure. You choose courage. You choose fear. Just remember that every moment, every situation provides a new choice. And in doing so, it gives you a perfect opportunity to do things differently to produce more positive results. So he goes into the seven habits. And he says, habit number one, proactive. That's what habit number one is, be proactive. And being proactive is about taking responsibility for your life. Remember, there's two circles, and I want to get you focusing on, first of all, those things that you can control. you got to get this. That's what being proactive is. It's about taking responsibility for your life. You can't keep blaming everything on your parents, your grandparents. You can't keep blaming Trump for everything. You can't keep blaming your ex for everything. Some of us need to put our big boy pants on, our big girl pants on. Proactive people recognize that they are responsible. Don't you hear that word? Responsible. Responsible puts you in control, people. When you're the victim, when you're at uh, effect, when everybody else is, is causing you problems, when it's you have no control over your life, who do you think's running the ship? You got to get back to focus on those things that you can control. Proactive people don't blame genetics. They don't blame circumstances, conditions, or conditioning for their behavior. I hear all the time, well, that's the way I was raised. So what? You're not your, your dad. You're not your mom. You're not a little kid anymore. It's your life. Change it. People find external sources to blame for their behavior. If the weather is good, they feel good. If it isn't, it affects their attitude and performance, and they blame the weather. Or how about these? Oh, well, I didn't get enough sleep last night. Well, you weren't nice to me. Silly. None of that matters when we stand before God. We are held accountable for our choices, for what we did and what we didn't do, not what someone else did or didn't do. Remember, there's a stimulus and the response in transactional analysis. You got to get this. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens, the mind is six times faster and we can talk. So once someone says something or does something, we automatically go to our three channels. We see something internally, we say something internally or hear something internally, and we feel something internally. And then based on that, then we do something. We respond. All of these external forces force act as stimuli. you got to get this, that we respond to. We're not responding to what the other person did. You got to get this. We're responding to what we believe the other person did based on our own perceptions, based on our own judgments, based on our own prejudices, our own prejudgments. Between the stimulus and the response is your greatest power. You have the freedom to choose your response. And one of the most important things you choose is what you say. Language is a good indicator of how you see yourself. A proactive person uses proactive language. I can, I will, I prefer. A reactive person uses reactive language. I can't. I have to. If only this happened. you got to get this. Reactive people believe they are not responsible for what they say and do. In other words, they have no choice. Don't you hear it? They're a victim. And we have to seem to have created a country of victims. We want to blame everybody. We want to hate. I've never seen a time in the history of America where it's okay to hate. you got people who call themselves Christians. I know a lot of good Christians, friends of mine, in Minneapolis, who are just wrapped up in all the world stuff, want to do this rally and Black Lives Matter and white privilege and the women's march, and they call themselves Christians. I'm wrapped up like, aren't you supposed to be about your father's business, not the world's business? What are you doing? Instead of reacting to or worrying about conditions over which they have little or no control, proactive people focus their time and energy on things they can control. The problems, challenges, opportunities we face fall into two areas. you got to get this. Circle of concern and circle of control. Proactive people focus their efforts on their circle of control. 
They work on the things they can do something about. So I think it was God. He says, be the change that you want to see in the world. Be the change. All these people out there hating on Trump supposedly because he's a hater. And yet they're going to burn down his house. They're going to rape his wife. They're going to, I mean, all about so many bitter, angry people now getting involved in politics. They don't support the person. They just hate Trump. So we got to get this, this hate when it goes away. Trump goes away, but the hate doesn't go away. You know, look at the newspaper. In this last two weeks, just look up beheadings. We're getting so bitter, so hateful that we're cutting people's heads off. I can't think of killing a person or killing an animal. And yet some of us have no problem cutting off people's heads. A woman cut off, decapitated her seven-year-old son. A girlfriend decapitated her boyfriend for something he did. Uh, a man got angry because his his ex-girlfriend and his new ex-girlfriend, so he had an ex-girlfriend, left that lady, got a new girlfriend, and then that ex-girlfriend started flirting with his new girlfriend and caused his new girlfriend to leave him for her, and he went and sliced her throat, cut her head off. Hurting people hurt people. All this hatred, all this bitterness, we must stop this, and we must focus on things we can control. And that's why today I want to focus on these two circles because people are getting out of control. And the the seven habits of highly effective people, this is one of those simple concepts. you got to get this. And I've seen it before. I like where the two overlap. But I was reading this article. Where did I get this article from? Oh, DavidRinnick.com. DavidRinnick.com. And he sees it as an egg. That's interesting. He says, uh, the yoke is our inner circle of influence or control. All the things in our life over which we exercise. So there's this circle of concern, and then there's this inner, so it's the whole circle, and then there's this inner lighter circle, and he calls it the yoke. The yoke is contained within the larger circle of the white, egg white, is our circle of concern. All the things we care about but are beyond our control, you know, the weather, wars, terrorism, political views of others, what people think about us. And so Covey says, you know, uh, reactive people act. This is how reactive people act when you're dealing with these two circles, circle of concern and circle of control. There's a large circle of concern and a small circle of control. A lot of time and energy is wasted reacting to issues that they can't control. So I tell people to get off at MSNBC and CNN. It's just a lot of hatred, a lot of bitterness. And the problem is we're turning that hatred and bitterness toward each other. We're hating people with the opposite skin color. That's why you want to tune in to tomorrow's radio show. Got a great radio show, a good brother of mine uh, that we're going to talk to from the inner city of Chicago. Uh, and uh, different skin color as me, but same drive, same passion, same desires. Uh, and just going to be a great radio show. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. See, but proactive people act this way. They have a small circle of concern and a large circle of control. A lot of time and energy is focused on issues that are within their control. And I want to introduce to you today, I'm going to do it later in the segment, that there is this third circle. And I used to kind of uh, put the two as the same. There's the circle of concern and the circle of control. But there is also this circle of influence. And I really started thinking about that as I was reading all this stuff. There are things that we might have an influence over, but maybe not total control. So I think there is a clear distinction there. Because certain things, like, you know, I can treat my wife a little bit better. That might influence her, but it won't control her. It won't make her do something totally different. You see what I'm saying? But it will encourage her. There might be an a, a influence, if you will, but it won't control her. So Covey's simple assertion is that whichever part of the circle we spend time in will grow. you got to get this. If we spend most of our time worrying about things we cannot control, the, the white of the, you know, we talk about the egg white type thing, the white grows larger and the yolk smaller. When we spend time focusing on the things that we can actually do something about, the yolk, that center area, the area over which we have influence becomes larger. And we would do well to continue to be concerned about things we have no direct control over. Think about that but to spend more time focusing on what we can do today in the weeks to come. I always say it this way. So many focus on things they can't do instead of focusing on things they can do. That's the story of the starfish. A guy's in a huge pile of starfish, thousands of them all over the place. 
and this guy's watching him, and in the middle of all these ten thousands of starfish, he slowly goes down and picks up one at a time and slowly puts it in the water. And, and the guy's watching from afar and said, what difference are you making? You're making no difference at all. And as he approached him, he tells him that, like, dude, what are you doing? You're making no difference at all. What's going on? And he says, you know what? It makes all the difference in the world to that one as he picks up a single starfish and puts it back in the water. And ladies and gentlemen, we got to focus on the difference we can make instead of focusing on what we can't do. And after the break, we're going to go to what can we focus on? What do we actually have control over? And what, what don't we have control over? And once we understand what which falls into what category, then we can do the one thing that everyone has the ability to do, and that is control our focus. We'll be back in three minutes on Like It Matters Radio. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then... They have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results, and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, May 24th through the 26th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132 or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about you can't control the wind. And what does that mean? That means there are things in life that you're not going to like that aren't fair that aren't right, uh, and you're going to have to live your life anyways. Yep, you you can get bogged down with the unfairness of life, and I read the good book. The, the Bible is the book of wisdom. It, it is uh, God's instruction manual for the human experience. It is God's introduction uh, to man uh, and the whole story about redemption. That's what the Bible is. And boy, when I read that thing, I learned two things. Life ain't no fair, and life is hard. Yep, Jeremy, life ain't no fair. I wasn't born 6'2 in a Kennedy. I wasn't born black. 
I wasn't, but I go through a lot, a lot of things that life ain't no fair. But it's just what it is. I was born a poor white guy. That's it. Sorry. I have no excuse in the world. Every failure is my fault. Everything that doesn't happen is my responsibility. Every problem that's ever happened in the world is because of me, the white man. Don't you see? <laughs> you can't control certain things. And what you got to do is quit letting other people define who you are. That's so one of the things I say over and over, these existential questions. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? Don't you hear these things? These are all things within our control. These are all things that I have a direct input in. I don't have a direct input in what you think about me. It, sorry, it doesn't happen. Because that's all based on your past, based on your prejudices, based on your beliefs, based on your desires, based on your fears. I don't control that. You control that. And so why would I be wrapped up and worried about it whether you like me or not? Because it doesn't matter what I do. All that's dictated on the person I'm standing in front of in their own experiential aquarium and what they've done with their past and what they've done with their pain and what they do with their belief systems. Based on all that crap, some of you will like me, some of you won't. And nothing I do is going to change it. Some of you won't like me because I'm white, period, no matter what I do. Some of you will like me because I'm white, period, no matter what I do. Some of you won't like me because I voted for Trump. No matter what I say, you're going to be turned off. Ah! He's one of those uneducated white people. Some of you will like me solely because how I voted in the last election. You know, I'm not wrapped up in any of that. That's between you and your maker. That's between you guys. Today we're talking about the two circles of life. And it's not, I'm not talking about the cycle of life. I'm talking about the circle of life. There's a circle of concern, and there's a circle of effect or control. So what I, the way I see is you have two circles, and you overlap those. And so you have a circle of concern. That's everything that you're worried about in life. If you think about it, we're supposed to be proactive. That's one of the seven habits of highly effective people. Be proactive. And this is our role as leaders. Because when you feel powerless against life's forces, what do you do? You shut down. You give up. And Covey used to recommend, recommend that you examine what you can do instead of focusing on worries over which you have no control. So you have your concerns. And then you have those things that you're going to take action on that you can have a control over and effect on. And where those two things line up, where they layer over each other, where they cross, that is the place that we should focus our attention. And we got to determine what our concerns are. A useful way of determining which circle people's concerns are in is by listening to the language they use. And if you just listen to people, you tell them they matter. If you just listen to people, you show them respect. One of the biggest ways we disrespect people is we don't listen to them. And if you're going to be honest, there's always at least one person talking to all of us. Who is that? Ourselves. What do you think thinking is? It's self-talk. And some of us are so busy wrapped up in retort, in response, in a refutation, in a, a, a defense of ourselves. Because we always feel like we're being attacked. And so we block an attack. We block an attack. We are great martial arts experts. And we don't even get in. Are there a lot of universal quantifiers out there? I'll be happy when I get have a, a full establishment. Uh, if only I had a boss who wasn't this. If I only had this, this would happen. If I could just have my this. Uh, if I don't get this, then this happens. Life's not fair. I have to. You never do this. You always do this. People never do this. People always do this. Don't you hear the universal quantifiers? That's victimhood mentality. That's the reactive. They have to do this. I have to go to work. I have to pick up my kids. I have to deal with this. Don't you hear the burden? Don't you hear the self-programming? Don't you hear the narrative of poor me, woe is me? These are people that bought in the world's lies. People have bought in that if you don't get what you want, it's someone else's problem. 
It's because the white man has too much of this, or that woman has too much of that, or that man has too much of this. The reason you can't have this. I was listening, what is that, reading an article. And David Letterman and Jay-Z. I guess David Letterman still has a show somewhere. I don't know. But you know what they were talking about? Privilege. Yep. Now, David Letterman has to be one of the most privileged white people I know. And Jay-Z has to be one of the most privileged people I know, period. Black, white, and orange, brown. Doesn't matter. And they're both talking uh, about privilege. Wow. Stunning. And, and some of you don't even hear the problem with that. <laughs> this billionaire who has the privilege, him and Beyonce can go wherever they want, can do whatever they want. Go to Cuba when no one else is allowed to go to Cuba. They can have whatever they want with whoever they want whenever they want it. I would call that privilege. Huge privilege. See, but the proactive people focus on the things they can control. The things they do have control over. I can be a better role model. I am going to be more organized. I will be more loving, understanding. I am going to be more diligent starting now. Up until now, I wasn't able to understand, and now I'm ready. Do you hear my words? See, what we got to do is figure out what we can control and what we can't control. And what you can't control is society. You can't control it. You might be able to affect change. I love this article I got. Man who was raised by wolves in a cave admits he's disappointed with human life. Welcome to the real world. Marcos Rodriguez Pantoja. Pantoja was dubbed the Mowgli of Spain when he was found with animals. A man who was raised by wolves in a cave for 12 years has admitted that he feels disappointed with human life. He was 12 years old when he was found by authorities. But the former wolf boy says he struggles with the coldness of the human world and wishes he could go back to living with animals. Wow. He told the BBC, I don't know where to go. I just want to escape to the mountains. Rodriguez was 19 when he was discovered living in Spain's Sierra Morena mountain range. He'd been living among wolves for 12 years and was found running around barefoot and half naked, only using grunts for communication. Now he's 72. So we're talking 60 years minus, uh, um, yeah, so about 55 years. Wow. See, so can't control that. How about this one? A third of millennials aren't sure the earth is round. This is from April 7th. A new survey found that a third of young millennials in the U.S. aren't convinced the earth is actually round. Can you believe that? So you got a third of young people that believe. And this is a a British market research firm polled 8,215. This isn't 60 people. 8,215 adults in the United States to find out if if they've ever believed in the flat earth movement. Only 66% of young millennials answer they always believe the world is round. Wow. Always believe. Another 9% of young adults said they thought the planet was spherical but had doubts about it. In a disturbing display of indecision, 16% of millennials said they weren't sure what the shape of the planet was. This is what I'm talking about. Look at confusion. We want people to be confused now about their sexuality. They want them to be fluid, confused. Don't you get it? Some of this is common sense. This is why I do my radio show. And I know some of you, I know there's a friend of mine out there who doesn't want me to talk politics. It's not politics. It's culture. Culture is a series of repeated events, accepted norms. This is why I talk about, you know, hurting people hurt people. And you can ban all the guns you want. But I always say say this tongue-in-cheek, but it's true. If you're going to kill me, I'd rather you put a bullet in my head, single bullet, instead of chopping me up, instead of stabbing me to death. And this article from yesterday, April 9, 2018, from Fox News, London Mayor Sadiq Khan targets knives as murder rate spikes. There's never reason to carry a knife. London Mayor Sadiq Khan announced a tough crackdown on knives Sunday as the city reels from a spike in stabbings that have led its number of homicides to top New York cities for two straight months. He tweeted, no excuses, there's never reason to carry a knife. Anyone who does will be caught and they will feel the full force of the law. So now they're going to ban knives. And then when people start stoning each other, throwing rocks at each other, they're going to have to ban rocks. And then when people start uh, drowning each other, holding people in the water, they're going to have to ban water. See, we're focused on those things you can control. That's where the whole thing comes from. 
versus those things we can't control. And what I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing that we all can control is what we do in our heads. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot control the moral decay of society. But what you can control are your values. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot control that uh, America has moved away from the God that it used to love. But you know what you can control is your relationship to that God. You know what you can't control? You cannot control that families are breaking apart and the foundation of our great society is being ripped apart from the inside out. But what you can control is what type of family man you are, what type of mother you are, what type of wife you are, what type of husband you are. You can't control the acceptable level of hate, jealousy, envy in the political elite. But you know what you can control is your level of forgiveness, your pound of flesh, the record of wrong that you keep in your head. You can control the narrative in your head, even though you can't control what's happened to you. We'll be back in three minutes on Like It Matters Radio. I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and reach your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am the black man. I want to welcome you to Like It Matters Radio. And if you're just tuning in, dang, did you miss a good show, and you need to go back and listen to it. And if you don't know how to do that, I'm going to tell you right now. You can go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can go there whenever you want, any time of the day, and you can listen to this message and archive messages from the last three or four months at your own leisure, likeitmattersradio.com. And I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at that address as well, Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. I can send you over anything I share on the radio. I can, if you want some topics covered, 
covered on the radio, I'd be more than happy to address those. If you just have some questions for me or, or great comments about how I've changed your life, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. You can also listen on iTunes. iTunes, we're on every single day from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Tune in radio as well. Tune in radio. I think you just search for Like It Matters Radio, but iHeartRadio, it is our connection to our Wellness Radio 1570. They're in uh, the Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Uh, we are so honored to be on the ground floor, be a founding member, if you will, of uh, uh, Wellness Radio 1570 there in Minneapolis. So we are connected to them. And so all you got to do is go to iHeartRadio, search Wellness Radio 1570. That's our connection to Minneapolis. And there you'll find us 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, a replayed. 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And go to iTunes, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Go to Facebook, and you could Facebook us. Uh, you could like us, sorry, like us at Facebook, facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. Today, we're talking about you can't control the wind, but you can adjust your cells. Seven-year-old girl hikes Mount Kilimanjaro in honor of late dad. Breaks record. One seven-year-old girl from Texas had quite the spring break adventure, hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania and becoming the youngest female ever to successfully reach the famed summit at 19,341 feet. From March 10th to March 16th, six days, Montana Kenny of Austin trekked Africa's tallest mountain alongside her mom, Holly Kenny, a former professional triathlete, and smashed a world record in the process. Holly told Fox News that though the trip had long been a dream of the mother-daughter duo, the actual plans for the hike were set into motion quite quickly after they learned in late January of an 8-year-old who'd done the same. Despite the time crunch, Holly recalls that they agreed planning the trip quickly would be worthwhile. When we potentially realized it could be world record and how cool that would be for her, setting her up in life to do something pretty amazing. I knew she had spring break in March, and we planned the entire trip in a month and a half, six weeks, the mother further divulged. The Kennys trained with hikes on the weekends at home in Austin before flying to Africa, where they kicked off their trip with a guide and support staff of 25 people. Holly said that though it snowed and rained every day of their daunting trek, Montana never complained. She never, ever questioned what she was doing. Every day I asked Montana if this was harder or easier than she thought it would be, and Every day she answered, easier. When they at last reached the summit at 8 a.m. on March 16th, Holly said that Montana was really looking in the sky for her father, who struggled with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, and passed away one week before her third birthday. Regardless, the hike put my daughter in the clouds closer to where her dad is, and that just made her happy. Uh, See, ladies and gentlemen, lost her dad when she was three years old. Pretty sure he committed suicide. PTSD, struggle, single mom with a kid, and what did they do? They had everything going against us, didn't have enough time. But again, it's not what happens to us, ladies and gentlemen. It's how we respond to it. That's why I love the story of the two pebbles. Many years ago in a small Indian village, a farmer had the misfortune of owing a large sum of money to a village moneylender. The moneylender, who was old and ugly, fancied the farmer's beautiful young daughter. So he proposed a bargain. He said he would forego the farmer's debt if he could marry his daughter. Both the farmer and his daughter were horrified by the proposal. So the cunning moneylander suggested that they let Providence decide the matter. He told them that he would put a black pebble and a white pebble into an empty money bag. Then the girl would have to pick one pebble from the bag. If she picked the black pebble, she would become his wife and her father's debt would be forgiven. If she picked the white pebble, she need not marry him and her father's debt would still be forgiven. If she refused to pick a pebble, her father would be thrown in debtor's jail. They were standing on a pebble-strewn path in the farmer's field. As they talked, the money letter bent over to pick up two pebbles. As he picked them up, the sharp-eyed girl noticed that he had picked up two black pebbles and put them into the bag. He was cheating. There was no way she could win. He then asked the girl to pick a pebble from the bag. Remember, if she didn't pick anything, the father went to jail. She couldn't challenge this man and call him a liar. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is not fair. This is hard. Life's not fair. It's not fair. Maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because of that. You see, focusing on those things you can't control is useless. So imagine you were that little girl. Imagine you were in the field. What would you have done? Would you complain? Would you blame it on Trump? Would you blame it on your mom and dad? Would you blame it on your ex? If you had to advise her, what would you have her do? Think about that. I know you complain. I know life's not fair. You do all that stuff. But what would you tell the girl to do? 
Here's what she did. The girl put her hand in the money bag and drew out a pebble. Without looking at it, she fumbled and let it fall onto the pebble-strewn path, where it immediately became lost among all the other pebbles. Oh, how clumsy of me, she said. But never mind. If you just look in the bag for the one that left, you'll be able to tell which pebble I picked up. Isn't that powerful? See, the money lender dared not admit his dishonesty. He, couldn't, he knew what stone was in there because he picked two of the same color. The girl changed what seemed to be an impossible situation into an extremely advantageous one. You got to get this, ladies and gentlemen. There are certain things out there you can't control. And I'm going to tell you one of those things that you can't control. You ready for this? The medication that you're taking. Got this from the New York Times in yesterday's paper. Many people taking antidepressants discover they cannot quit. Victoria Tolene would hunch over the kitchen table, steady her hands, and draw a bead of liquid from a vial with a small dropper. It was a delicate operation that had become a daily routine. Extracting even tinier doses of the antidepressant she had taken for three years on and off and was desperately wanting to quit. Basically, it's all I've been doing, dealing with the dizziness, the confusion, the fatigue, all the symptoms of withdrawal, said Miss Tolene, 27 years old, at Tacoma. It took nine months to wean herself off the drug Zoloft. I couldn't finish my college degree, she said. Only now am I feeling well enough to try to re-enter society and go back to work. Long-term use of antidepressants is surging in the U.S. According to new analysis of federal data by the New York Times, some 15.5 million Americans have been taking the medications for at least five years. Nearly 25 million adults, like Ms. Tolling, have been on antidepressants for at least 70 years. That is a 60% increase since 2010. And it's a triple. It has tripled since 2000. Tripled. They were initially approved for short-term loss. But you know what you can control is what you think about. You know what you can control is what you focus on. You know you can control the narrative in your head. From the book by Dr. Caroline Leaf said, Who Switched Off My Brain? She makes this statement. Research shows that around 87% of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life and approximately 13% to diet, genetics, and environment. Studies conclusively link more chronic diseases, known as lifestyle diseases, to an epidemic of toxic proportions in our culture. These toxic emotions can cause migraines, hypertension, strokes, cancer, skin problems, diabetes, infections, and allergies, just to name a few. Despite all the marvels of modern high-tech medicine and decades of innovative research, these illnesses are increasing worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a clarion call. As I deal with successful people around the globe, I am amazed at how we all struggle similarly. We live in a world that is living in their head. Hating, bitter. We can condone our own hate and condemn everybody else's. We can hate Trump, but uh, that hate that, um, that rips us apart will cause us to hurt other people, destroy people. It's sad that we have one standard for people we like and one standard for people we hate. And those of you that supposedly follow God, he says the standard that you give to people who hate you is supposed to be equivalent to those that love you. He says even unrighteous people are nice to nice people. It is truly followers of God who treat people with love even when they don't deserve it. For God so loved the world that even while we were sinners, he went and died for us. Men, we're called to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And if you don't know what that means, that means even when they're not lovable. And women are called to respect their husbands. Why? Because to a man, respect is love. And one of the biggest ways we disrespect people is by not listening to them. And so you got to realize there are certain things we can control and certain things that we should not even focus on, not even worry about it. You got to know whose you are. You got to know why you're here. You got to know where you're going. These are key questions. That's why if you don't know these things, you need to go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you. That's why I do this daily radio show. There's things we can control. You can control your values. You control your relationship with God. You control what you focus on. You can control your level of forgiveness. You can control uh, your pound of flesh. You can control all those things. You can't control society. You can't control other people. You can't control what, uh, what someone else is saying or doing. You can't control how someone else votes. Stop all that garbage. Focus on those things you can control in your life, your impact, your head, your heart, the difference that you want to see in the world, that you want to be in the world. That's what you can control. 
Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction. Talk to you tomorrow. In a crackling fire, it's there. Bubbling at the headwaters of the Mississippi. Glowing inside the canvas walls of a yurt. Basking by the lake at one of Minnesota's classic resorts. Tuning its strings. Taking the stage. A thousand below the earth in an underground state park. And whispering through the trees at Tedaguch. It's magic. And it's waiting to be discovered. Only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. April is Stress Awareness Month. There are many ways to minimize stress, such as maintaining a healthy lifestyle and purposefully dedicating time to relaxation. If left unchecked, stress can be deadly. In fact, stress is often referred to as the silent killer because although its effects are not immediately apparent, it can lead to a number of serious health problems, such as high blood pressure and heart disease. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Your resource for health and wellness is well. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 